Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. For this episode, I'm interviewing Jacques Brockus. Jacques is a best-selling author, coach, paranormal researcher, and medium who helps others learn to challenge their beliefs and see with different perspectives. Welcome, Jacques. Thank you for joining us today. I'm very glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Well, you have a fascinating background. Before we get into the topic at hand, can you share a little bit with our listeners? Okay, so um, I am a spiritual coach. Um, I got into the coaching side because of the other side of things I do. I'm I heavily involved in parapsychological research and the paranormal. I have written a number of books on. Uh, psychic development and understanding the afterlife and afterlife research. How I got into coaching was um, pretty weird, actually. It, it, I had someone approach me and says, look, you know, I've, I've got a gentleman here who's been trying to change his life uh, for so many years. And he's been working with a coach for four or five years and hasn't got anywhere. And can you help him? And at this time I wasn't, I wasn't a coach, you know, it wasn't anything like that. I was, I was a, a medium, a professional medium, and I run a media marketing agency, um, which I've been very successful with. And I said, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll sit and I'll kind of chat with this guy and I'm, I'm not going to go too much into the story, but you know, uh, suffice to say that, uh, there was a combination of both aspects of my skills as an, you know, uh, a medium, if you like, and also my skills in, in media marketing and development and spiritual development that managed to help him within about six weeks. And um, he changed his business around and changed his life around. And I think then I realized that in some small way that I had probably been coaching longer than I can, than, than I can remember. And oh, yeah. Didn't really have a label on it. I didn't really have anything that you can give a label. You know, it's, it's, it's again, it's a perception. It's a perception of what people think. Yeah. And um, I kind of thought, you know, I, I can do a lot more. I can I can help a lot more people. And that's what happened. I started I started helping people to change their lives through spiritual awareness and change their business. Because at the end of the day, every business that is successful has a, an underlying spirituality to it. And it doesn't matter whether it's, it's techniques or anything that you know. If you go back to books like, you know, Dale Carnegie had written and, you know, Thoughts of Things. And there's so many books way back in the past that have been the foundation of success for entrepreneurs, for, you know, media moguls and business, uh, you know, business executives, and it all has a spiritual foundation. So I basically brought all of that together. I love it. Yeah. I find that the more inflow and alignment I am, the more things just happen. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, and it's, it's what people, um, you can label anything, but at the end of the day, everything boils down to you and it boils down to your, you, I don't like the word belief. Yeah. I really, I don't really believe in anything. So I say, see people, if you're, if you're believing in something, you're believing in a perception of others, you have to know something and the knowing has to come from inside of you. Yeah. It's not something that someone will tell you that this is the way it is. And then you start to believe in that paradigm. And that's, that's a lie to, to believe in something that is a perception of someone else. Yeah. So I always try to, t t you know, transform people into knowing, knowing themselves, knowing who they are 
knowing the greatness that's, that's within them, knowing that they can overcome any obstacle in life by applying certain principles and not following in the same path as someone else. I always say to people, you don't follow in my path because you can't take the same footsteps as me because I'm built differently. My feet are bigger than you. Or <laughs> I might have a limp one day. You cannot mimic what I do, but you can learn from the direction that I go in. Yeah. Find your way. I like it. Exactly. Find yeah. your own way. So before we get into how to best challenge our perceptions and beliefs, how do we know, or maybe this is a way to challenge it. First of all, how do we know when we're stuck in, and I like to call them stories that we create essentially. Mm. <laughs> yeah. How do we know that we're, we're stuck in that before we can challenge it? I would say that it's, you have to become aware of something and before you can take action on anything, there has to be a deeper awareness. And I think one of the, one of the, the things that I always say to people is if you're becoming aware of the same things, the same pattern, if you're going round in circles, then you're in the wrong circle. Mm. It's like a circle of abuse. If someone's abused in a relationship or someone's, and it can be, mentally, physically, emotionally, it doesn't matter. If they're in that cycle, that circle, there's no beginning and no end to it. So they're continuing the same pattern over and over again. And if you're continuing in that same pattern, you should become aware of, I'm doing the same thing. I'm not getting any further forward. What is it about my perception that's holding me back? What is it about me um, knowing myself? What is it that, that, that is inside me that is, that is fearful? that is being controlled by something else. And so mm -hmm. I, I always say you have to break that pattern. You have to, con you know, I have to make a new circle. That's the only way to do it. So I, I think, you know, in answer to your question, I think if we recognize the same similar patterns in our life, there's something wrong. If it, if it feels that pattern doesn't make us happy, doesn't bring us joy, doesn't fulfill us, there's something wrong. Nice. So tapping into those feelings, like feeling stuck, frustrated, unhappy. <laughs> There's a sign. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, most people will get up in the morning and they're kind of filled with dread of the day mm. and they, they don't have a spiritual routine or practice. Now, I, I don't mean getting up and, you know, diving into your caftan and your sandals and going into your meditation room, sitting on a pillow and chanting <laughs> for an hour and a half. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what I mean is recognizing the power of nature, recognizing the spirit within you. You know, one of the things that I do before I wake in the morning, I always wait until I can hear nature. When I hear nature, I say a prayer of thanks and, and then I get up and I carry on my day. Most people, you can become aware of what your thought processes are like in the minute that you wake up. Yeah. And if your thought processes are negative, that's what you're setting yourself up for for the day. Yeah. So we've identified we're stuck. We're in a, uh, a holding pattern, if you will. Mm. How do we challenge? How do we challenge that? You can't challenge it until you become aware of it. Yeah. You can't become aware of it. There's nothing there to challenge. The, the, the secret is in awareness. It's actually becoming aware of the subtle changes and nuances within your pattern, your behavioral patterns, within how you feel emotionally, you know, uh, even physically. And once you become aware of it, then you can change the direction or you can make the decision to change. And an awareness without action is nothing. It's a pipe dream. Yeah. We have to take action on everything to be able to change the direction or to change the pattern of something. So we have to become aware of it in the first instance. Um, 
And then we can challenge ourselves because it's almost like the story of the lobster. The lobster um, has a shell on it and it, it's not a shell like a tortoise. It doesn't, you know, grow with it. It doesn't expand with it. It, it becomes stifled. It can't breathe. It can't, it can't grow within its shell um, until that point where there is, it's so tight, it's so uncomfortable. Every move it makes is, is, is not the way it should feel. It feels really claustrophobic. So what does it do? It retreats, it sheds its shell and it grows another one in order to make, to allow itself to grow into that space. And that's mm. what we need to do. We need to be like lobsters. We need to recognize when we're feeling stifled, when we're feeling that we can't breathe, that there, there's no progressive direction that we're going and something inside of us is not making us happy. And so we need to retreat, become aware, shed the shell and grow another one so that we can grow. We won't grow unless we're uncomfortable. So we have to also become aware that mm. sometimes the uncomfortableness is a teacher that we need. Yeah. And it would be really cool if we could learn before that uncomfortableness happens that we need to make a change. <laughs> well, it would be, but you wouldn't learn anything. That's true. At, at the end of the day, we need a balance. If there wasn't, you know, divine laws about balance, divine, there's so many um, misunderstandings of what divine law is. At the end of the day, it comes down to one. One is balance. If we didn't have balance, we wouldn't understand anything. You only yeah. know pain because you know health. Yeah. You only know happiness because you know sadness. Both are great teachers. If it was made easy for us, what would be the point of growing? There would be <laughs> a continual, there would be a continual bliss that, you know, what's the point of living? Yeah. Because you're not challenging the growth and that's part of the point. So the life is a school, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, nah, I disagree with that. Life oh yeah. Is not a, yeah. And life is not a school because, um, it means that if it's a school, it's something that's academic. It's like you're learning, you're learning something in order to pass a particular bar. Oh no, I don't see it that way. Yeah, I think life <laughs> life is experiential. Yes, experiential uh, learning. Yeah, it's and, and it's experience, and so I think life is about experience. Yes, and I think it's an experiential process that that we can embrace. Um, so it kind of in that respect, I think. Well, it, not so much a school. It's more about experience and growth. Yeah. Um, rather than just learning a particular, because at the end of the day, we can learn something from another's perception, but it doesn't make that perception right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So we make that decision then to make that change, mm. right? To chat, to change our perceptions and beliefs. How do, cause it, it can get difficult to stay and stick with that decision, especially when things get hard. What, how do you recommend we stick with that decision to keep moving forward? You know, it's, it's easy for any coach or anybody to turn around and say, you know, celebrate the wins and do this and do the next thing. I, I'm, I'm a great believer in when, when things get hard, it's changing your mindset and understanding that things are getting hard because it's challenging you to grow. It's challenging you to become better, to grow within your spirit, to, yeah. to challenge yourself to be um, a greater individual in order to serve others. And I always say to people, when, when you're being challenged and the tough gets tough and, you know, you're seeing that all saying the tough gets tough and the going gets going or whatever it is. I always say, if you keep fundamentally in your mind that it's not about you, it's about the service that you can give others 
and it's about the service that you can give humanity and it's about the impact that you can make in just even one person's life. That's enough to keep you going. Yeah. Keep the bigger why. It sounds like why you're doing keep that. The, keep the bigger why. Yeah, absolutely. Why are you doing it? Yes, it's for you, but you're also going to impact others. And if you can learn and, and help yourself to grow and, and share that message and share that knowledge with others and bridge that gap between knowledge and wisdom and impact other people's lives, I believe that's enough to keep you going. Because at the end of the day, fundamentally, when you talk to anyone, and you ask them really deep questions. What is it they want? A lot of them want to say they want to help other people. Yeah. They want to impact other people's lives. Yeah. And very few people say, I just want to be rich. I just want to be well. It's just about <laughs> me. When you get really down to the seed of it, uh-huh. they do want to impact other people. So yeah. let them keep that focus in mind. I love that. Now, how has your, uh, your calling essentially as a psychic medium uh, affected how you see perceptions, beliefs, and all of this stuff? Oh, good question. Mm. Uh, in terms, and from the coaching side of things, I think it's, it's becoming more discerning and recognizing the difference between what is perceived and what is known. Yeah. Because if I know something, it means there's no variation in the perception. I don't need to believe in it because I, I know that it's there. Yeah. And so when I'm sitting, when I'm sitting with a client, I can often see beyond what it is they're perceiving on a material plane or what they're perceiving on um, the, the, the tip of the iceberg, if you like. We've got all the way to get to the, 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 the from the bottom to the top. There's so many more levels and depths and layers. And so I keep that in mind all the time. I can often help guide and see what they can. Mm. And that's probably through all my years of, of development and training and practice and, and things like that. So it's, for me, it's being able to know the difference between perception and knowing and, and leaving the belief behind. I love that. So the more that all of us tap into our deeper knowing, mm-hmm. the Absolutely. more we'll be able to navigate through life and, and learn what we need to learn. Absolutely. Because if you know something, there is no, there's no variation to it. It's a divine knowing from within us. And in, in, in the, the psychic, well, not only the psychic realms, but in, in the mediumship realms or under, you know, from a spiritual belief or a spiritual uh, awareness point of view, it's what we call clear cognizance. It's the highest level form of knowing. Um, and so when you know something, it doesn't rely on someone else's belief and it doesn't yeah. rely on someone else's perception because it's within you. And if we go back to the Bible or any scriptures or anything else, didn't Jesus say all answers were within? Yeah. <laughs> Very simple. So if yeah. it's all within, it's all coming from within. So your knowing is from within. So how do we, the, like the average individual determine whether their sense of knowing is coming from that deeper self or their ego? You know, the, the, the easiest way that I say to people to try and um, separate that is to change how you view the world, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, when most people go about their lives, oh, let me take an example of a tree, right? When most people go around their lives and you say, look at that tree, they'll look at the tree and they'll say, wow, look at that tree. 
when I will look at the tree, I will look at the tree and go deeper. And so I'll become more aware of the tree. I'll become aware of how it looks. I'll become aware of its stature. I'll become aware of its life within it. Mm. I'll become aware of how it, how it, um, serves the, the rest of the, the flora and fauna around it or the animals, how it gives shelter. I'll have a look at, I'll, I'll think about its past. I'll kind of go into it and wonder who planted it and wonder how it got there and its life and its history. So I'll go deeper and deeper into nature. Most people are only on a surface level of what they see with their physical eyes. So I always say, don't look with the eyes of a merchant. Look with the eyes of the spirit. Mm. to go beyond what you perceive in the material plane. That helps tap into that deeper knowing. And that helps tap. And that can be simple. You know, you, some people say to me, but I can't meditate, Jock. I can't, I can't, you know, I can't do this. It's, it's too hard. I can't quiet my mind. I'll say, well, just start to recognize nature. When you see a flower, look deeper into it. When you see a child, think deeper into the child. When you see something happen in nature, start to think, is it a bad raining day? Or is the rain beautiful? Mm, yeah. What does the rain do? Is it because you're getting wet or does it give sustenance to the plants? Does it bring more um, life into the earth? Change the way that you look at your world and your world will change. Yeah. It goes back to awareness, right? It's, awareness. It's like, everything. Yeah. yeah everything, everything goes awareness. back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. So now I understand you're also a martial artist. Oh yeah, many many years ago, I've I've started not so much. If you see me now, you see no, there's no way he's a martial artist. <laughs> I've too much wine that I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> so yeah, I I studied uh, uh, you know Budo martial arts from a very very young age, and um, I wrote a book on the martial arts uh, called The Book of Six Rings, which was really about the spiritual awareness and spiritual warriorship. Um, rather than technique or anything like that. I, I, I don't believe that martial arts are about um, fighting and, and battle. I think they're about oh, living yeah. and compassion. Oh, wow. And so how does that inform um, challenging perceptions and beliefs? Well, a good analogy I would say is if someone is attacking you and attacking you from anger, the, 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 the mark of a true warrior is the warrior who understands that they can divert and, and help to preserve life rather than trying to fight against it and destroy it. To know that you have the capability to um, carry out what it is you've learned in order to defend or protect in any way, but to show compassion and love and forgiveness through what you learn um, through the martial way or understanding Budo is more of uh, more of a spiritual warrior, more of how you can um, go from a perception to knowing and and uh, take the belief you know take the belief behind. And also, um, I think the martial arts uh, gives us a a good insight into nature because a lot of martial arts techniques and a lot of martial arts understanding comes from nature. We have yeah. the power of water, the power of wind, certainly in Budo and things that, you know, that I've studied over the years, the, the elements in nature are a, are a massive indicator or a massive uh, teacher, if you like, within the arts as well. So I, I never think about martial arts as something, something about fighting or winning yeah. or competition. It's about living. Yeah. I love how it's all connected. It is. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Everything is all connected. Yeah. 
Oh, can you share a little bit more about your products and our services with our listeners? Um, yeah, I have, uh, I've just launched a, a product called 21 Virtues, which is 21 Virtues of a Spiritual Warrior. Um, and I haven't got a kind of online version of it yet because it is a six month, 21 week program that, um, I take people through on a one-to-one basis and I challenge uh, all their beliefs, their perceptions. I help them to look deeper, to see clearer, to change their life, transform their life, their business and anything around them. And I use virtues of warriorship from the ancient samurai, from knights of old, from, you know, I use the foundations of virtues and valor um, to help teach them spiritually to live a better, you know, a more complete life in service and also to help them achieve the greatness that's within them and anything they want to do. And, you know, at the moment I'm, I help in, you know, senior military uh, officials and um, lawyers and it, it doesn't matter. Anybody who wants to change their life for the better can go, you know, can go through that program. Uh, and eventually I'll have it as an online, it'll be an online program that, that I'll allow people to take in their own time. But for now, I think, uh, I, I've got one young lady on it who's a nurse and she's a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous changes in her life. And the great thing that I think is the program that I've developed, it doesn't affect the individual alone. Um, it will affect the environment and those around. And so I'm, I'm very uh, grateful that that knowledge that I've, you know, managed to impart to, to others is, is actually affecting their environment and other people in a, in a, in a profound way as well. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing at the moment. That's what I'm concentrating on and, um, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying, uh, seeing people change before my eyes. Oh, now if, if listeners want to learn more about that, where should they go? Uh, exponentialspiritualcoach.com. That's where they can go and they can connect with me there. Awesome. Now for those interested in your psychic medium side, <laughs> what do you offer there? Well, I, 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 well, I'm quite a substantial, uh, that's, that's a substantial side to my character. Um, from my website, jockbrokers.com, you can read about me. I write for national magazines. Um, I write for uh, a global magazine as well in Australia and New Zealand on the afterlife and parapsychological research. I'm also the editor in chief of Paranormal Daily News. Um, I have a number of magazines. So, uh, I do a lot of work in that side of things. So if anybody's got any questions or they're fearful about death or they want to understand the paranormal in another field, um, then you know, I'm, I'm happy. They can connect with me on my Instagram. I have two Instagrams. One is, is Jock Brokers, which is my coaching, and my other one is Spiritual Medium. And anybody can reach out to me and I'll ask, answer any questions that I, that I can help. If I can serve someone that way, I will. Awesome. All right. So what is your final piece of advice today for our listeners? My final piece of advice is for listeners to try and not try. <laughs> I uh, love that. I would, it, would, it would be don't try because the, the thing is, is when we get to a door and we go to push it, 
we, we push things away from us. I would say to try and change their mindset to imagine that they're standing at the base of a waterfall. When you stand at the base of a waterfall in your material perception, you think is beautiful and you want to hold it and you want to capture that. You want to hold it in your hands forever and keep that there. But the only way to become part of it is to submerge yourself in it and feel the full power of it. So I would say, you know, don't try. There's no need to try to try. You just, you've just got to try, you know, become more aware. And that can start with just opening your eyes, taking three deep breaths and just listening for nature. And the minute you do that, you do that each morning and you practice that. Then when you go out during the day, you will start to see nature in a different way. You'll start to see the world in a different way. And I would say just become more aware and look deeper into what you see with your eyes. Just ask yourself the question, what is its life telling me? Mm, I love it. Oh, thank you so much for joining us today, Jock. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. If you'd like to learn more about Jock, visit his website at exponentialspiritualcoach.com or jockbrockus.com. Christina delivers her speeches to diverse global industries on a variety of topics. You can learn more about booking her for your event at christinaeans.com.